0: It's She Sheds Real Light with Crystal Pryce and Susan Price,
1: and today's episode is Proverbs 31 woman okay so when I first became in relationship with Christ I honestly even whenever like I kind of was living on like the religion side like I was just basically nodding my word and all that kind of stuff I honestly had no concept or idea of like, what does it mean to be a woman of God? And what I thought in my head, a woman of God was, was these people that I look to, such as kind of role models, I guess you would say, but these people who are older, who have more wisdom, who have, you know, had more life experience, who were living for God, like that was a woman of God. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where I like logistically based my, view of what a woman of God was supposed to look like, right? But then as I started to become in a relationship with Christ, I really realized that these those people are still human. So when I put my concept of thinking of like, this is what a woman should look like, but if they do me wrong, or if they hurt my feelings, or if something happens, I'm very quick to be like, you know, uh, I thought they were a woman of God kind mm-hmm. of thing. You know what I mean? And so I've realized that truthfully where we find who we are supposed to be as women um, is in Scripture. I mean, it's in the Word of God. And then we are to live by that. So right. we're able to read that. We're able to discern through it. We're able to know what that looks like. And then we we live by that. So... Um, And, you know, you look for a book, even like reading. I've looked for a book in all directions of how to be and what to be. I mean, there's all those books about parenting, like how to be a good parent. You know what I mean? But where we find how we're supposed to be a woman of God is in Scripture. It starts with God. And um, so Proverbs 31 basically, for me, breaks down some of that. And it talks about virtuous wife. And so maybe you're not a wife yet or maybe... um, You know, you're still looking for a spouse. But this teaches you so much about how you're supposed to be as a woman... Um, and I kind I think we just want to really break that down for you guys because it's, it's really good to know what the scripture says first, what the world says mm-hmm. when it comes to how we're supposed to be as women. Right.
0: I want to hit on what you were saying. I was the same way. Like when you're saying living in religion in the beginning and really just going based off like, Oh, I showed up to church. So I'm a Christian. I'm saved. Yeah. You know, and looking at the women in the church or the Christian women, the older women, like you were saying, and honestly, like maybe the pastor's wife or, the deacon's wives are like just the older women in the church who are more seasoned and and you know just strong Christian women but the minute they may slip up and do something small you hold that you hold them to a higher standard that's all I can think about when you're talking and you're like oh well she ain't no woman of God right and it's like oh what we can't all we're not all sinners in some way you know and so that's so I know when we read through Proverbs or for myself when I read through Proverbs 31 sometimes I'm like this woman is perfect. Like, she doesn't do any wrong, and she's right. just the perfect woman. And But that's not the case. So I know that it can be overwhelming when you read through Proverbs 31, and, of course, we're going to hit on that in a little while, but um, it can be overwhelming. And I know that sometimes when I've read it myself, I'm like, oh, there's no way I can be this woman. Like, I'm not perfect, but that's not what God's asking out of us in this scripture either.
1: Right. Um, so I'm going to give you some kind of attributes as far as, like, what – through scripture and what through reading Proverbs 31 are the things that we should look to in ourselves and the things that we should look to as looking for people who we kind of look up to as well, but more importantly, the things that we look at in scripture and we know we're supposed to like be as, um, women, Um, one trustworthy, huge thing. To be trustworthy, I know that I love a trustworthy friend, but to be trustworthy yourself and is a huge thing and a huge attribute. Um, organized, loving, having your priorities in line, um, being again trusted. Her children praised her, it says in Scripture. Her home was modeled on efficiency. Right. So that's another one of Proverbs or proverbs priorities. Your home is modeled on the way that it's supposed to be. What comes first? What comes second? What comes last? And what falls underneath everything else? Um, you help the community. You help people in need. You help the needy. You help your community. Um, you make wise investments. You you know how to use your money, spend your money, save your money, which is a huge thing. And I honestly want us to do a podcast on that because that's a big thing that's very hard for a lot of people is understanding the investments and, you know, being trustworthy with what God gives you. Right. Um, being beautiful on the inside. Right. So when you're beautiful on the inside, it radiates on the outside. So being beautiful on the inside. um, having wisdom you guys one of the biggest things that i have learned through reading scripture is that wisdom truly only comes from the bible and i know we talk about this all the time and about you being in the bible and reading scripture and all this other stuff But praying as well for God. Hey, give me wisdom to know your word. Give me wisdom to know when it's you that I'm hearing from. Give me wisdom to know the definition of your sound, God. God, having true wisdom is such an attribute of a a woman of God. Um, And you exemplify truth. That's another one of those things. So these are all things that when I am looking at what kind of woman I want to be, and what kind of woman I'm thrive or I'm striving to be. It's some of these attributes, and and the majority of these attributes that I'm i wanting to like base who I am around and and surround it in God's word. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, some of the ones that you were sharing, I, I was thinking of like when you were saying beautiful on the inside, not just the outside, is, you know, when it says, she is more precious than jewels, the heart of her husband, trust in her, and, she will, and he will not lack anything good. And I think that that a lot of times is where we, We lose our sights is because we do look at the outside and we've shared a lot about this too because as women we're very competitive and as women we try to keep up with the worldly view of beauty with makeup and surgeries and cosmetics and botox and all the things i mean because the world's screaming that at us right and so but biblical view is so much different but then also i like when it says um she watches over the activities of her household and is never idle. So like she's never idle. Yeah. Um. And and there's so many good things within here. And I know a lot of. The, I'm, I'll share some of the things that stood out to me throughout the scripture too. For for me, I, it's um, a heart that's seeking after the Lord. That's the most important thing I think right. for a Proverbs 31 woman. Like if you don't get anything else out of it, that's the most important thing. Like don't get so caught up in all the quote-unquote rules that you might feel like it's screaming at you which is not the case but like you have to chase after God start your day with God we say that all the time too but make time for God that's the most important thing but you know no one's perfect so don't get caught up in the rules don't get caught up in trying to be the perfect Christian as we were talking about don't don't try to be the elderly woman in the church that you think is supposed to be perfect and you hold her to a higher standard. No, we're all sinners. We all need, you know, saving. We all need forgiveness on a daily basis. And that's
1: why we have to focus on being the best version of ourselves. We can't be a version of someone else. Like it's great to have and look up to people in that aspect, but we have to focus on being the best version of ourselves. The only way that we learn that is through the word of God and focusing on what it says in the Word of God, and then striving to do that. So that's that's perfect. Yeah.
0: And exactly why we have to do our homework and not depend on other people to teach us what the Word of God says because. Sometimes, even in different versions of the Bible, we can see where the tr- the scriptures have been, I don't want to say twisted, but changed. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important for us to do our own research, because yep. we can't just go off the word of man, not saying that man's always wrong, but it's our work. we well, are supposed to do our work and mm-hmm. our studies to really see what it is that God has told us. Um, another thing I think we have to focus on, too, is grace, not perfection, because every day we need grace, obviously, like yep. we need God's grace to get through each and every day. And we get caught up in the perfection of everything. Like, oh, I've messed up. So, you know, now I've just messed up and, you know, it's over. Or I can't catch back up. And um, that can be a struggle sometimes too because I know our moods fluctuate day to day and some days are harder than others. But I know that's something I've always been hard on myself about is getting caught up in the perfection side of things. Because even if it's not necessarily in my walk with Christ, but even just in my day to day thing. Like, I want things a certain way. I've shared before, like, I'm very control issues like just a certain way i want right. things to flow when it doesn't happen my way i struggle with that
1: well hitting on that too as you're talking about it you know the the grace that we're supposed to offer ourselves is the same grace that lives inside of us that he has offered us but that the the matter of fact part of that is that a lot of times when we mess up because we also are human but we're striving to be something better we're striving to be more of god and less like us but when we mess up we're like oh, it's over. That's right. it. Like, I can't, like, I'm not going to grow anymore. I'm not going to get anywhere else. Like, yeah. God thinks of me as a failure now. And, and like, we put these thoughts in our heads. But the reality is, is that we grow so much through those mess-ups mm-hmm. because that's where we see God and we realize that it, it's not us. Like, right. we, we can't do this life without him. And so that's where that grace versus perfection right. really comes in. That's absolutely right. And it's a learning process every day for each yeah. of us. And but
0: that's where that's right. We have to give ourselves that grace and that room to grow and learn from each situation daily. Because right. if we give up every time something goes wrong, then we would never, never learn from anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and then what you said about you know being frugal with money and just being smart. And I think that that's great. Like sh- you know sharing something in the future. Of course, we we are still working on that ourselves. Yeah. You know. But um, I've written down she's a hard worker and finds ways to save money because obviously that's in scripture too. Like finding. Now, I'm not going to say I'm the best bargain shopper, but I'm all for a good deal. And so, I love some TJ (laughs) Maxx. Crystal loves TJ Maxx. And if I can get a dress there that's $10, $11 versus the same dress that's in a boutique for $60, then I'm going to buy it. So, I mean, it's not talking about... I know in the Bible, it talks about making her clothing and things like that because that's what they did back in the day. I mean, my grandma used to make my cool locks. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, back then, that's what they did. And if you can do that now, that's great too. But... Um, you know, like, so there's obviously many things that we can cut costs with you right. know, nowadays. So it's just, and it's not just clothing. It's in many days, many days, it's <laughs> in many, many different ways. Yeah. You know, groceries, there's plenty of people, plenty of people, coupon and stuff too. So, um, and there's some others that stood out to me, but those are the main ones that I, you know, I really looked at.
1: I think I want, you know what, guys? Grab your Bibles if you don't have them, and if you if, if you don't, you're riding down the road or whatnot, and you can't grab it right now. Let's read the scripture really fast and break some of these scriptures down as we read them too, because there's so much inside these scriptures that we can pull out, um, and one of those I actually have notes on, and so I want to just kind of read the scripture um, and go through them together. So, Proverbs 31 says, a wife of noble character who can find... Noble character. Noble character actually means unselfish and morally good. Able to make smart decisions, wise decisions, by relying on the wisdom that comes from God. So that right there tells you, what are you striving to have? You're striving to have a noble character, something where you are unselfish, you are morally, you know your morals and they're, you're morally good, um, and you're able to make smart and wise decisions based on, um, based on what God says and what the word says over you. She is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and works with eagerly hands. Susan was talking about working with eagerly hands earlier. Um, Eager. What does eager mean? It's a person wanting to do something or have something very much. You eagerly are pursuing God every day of your life. You want to have more of Him and less of you. Mm -hmm. So you eagerly, not just, it's not just talking about working or eagerly with your hands doing for here in this world. You're doing for God. So you're eagerly always. Is devoted to wanting more of him and less of you. Scripture says she's like the merchant ships bringing her food from afar she gets up while in the still night she provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. she considers a field and buys it out of her earnings she plants a vineyard. she sets about her work vigorously her arms are strong for her task she sees that her trading is trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. love this part about her lamp does not go out at night. What does that mean? What are we talking about? We talk about shining your light for Christ Mm -hmm. all the time, you know. And so, that really, like, whenever I read that, I started thinking about like the podcast, Shining Your Light for Christ. Your lamp doesn't go out at night, no matter what time of day it is. What are you doing? You're still, yes, you're still shining your light for Christ. And I love that about this because it teaches us that it doesn't matter. Two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock, you know, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. You you are living for Christ mm-hmm. in all that you do. And when you live for Christ in all that you do, the most the best thing is is that people not only see that in you as a woman, but you feel the wisdom and the truth from him in yourself. Yeah. And you are confident in who you are. Um, In her hand, she holds the distaff and grasps the spindle with her fingers. She opens her arms to the poor and extends her hands to the needy. You guys, something so big as a woman that we can do to serve God and to be a woman of Christ is to open our hands to the poor and extend our hands to the needy. No judgment. It doesn't matter. Like opening our doors and being there for those people that need us, that is like, such a big thing as a mm-hmm. woman to be able to do in society today. Yeah.
0: That's what I'd written down. Like even if it's, you know, packing ba- blessing bags, maybe it's just a handful of them, keeping them in your car, and it's somebody on the side of the road or somebody at Walmart or somebody that you see that's in need that you see often, or maybe it's a new face. Don't judge them. It's not your place. Right. Whether or, whether or not you think they belong there or they don't belong there, that's not your position to judge that person. That is for God to do. Hand them that bag. Right. You know, hand them a cheeseburger, whatever it may be. Like, that is for God to deal with. But be a blessing to them because they may need that. Or maybe, you know, a family that's in need. Maybe they're not homeless. Maybe they're needy and they just need love or they just need help paying their light bill or they just need a meal, a hot meal on the on the table. Like, whatever it may be, there's something that you can do for that family.
1: Yeah. I I love that, too, because of the fact of, you know, that... You don't have to have it all to be able to help others. Right. You don't have it even even have to have it all together right. to be able to help others. I mean you might not have. You might be living on a dime yourself, and not have the money. There's still a will and a way of be able to be the hands and feet of Jesus, that's right. and that's what we've been called to do. And so I love that part. My one of my favorite parts of this scripture, though, that stuck out, or that stuck out to me so much when I was reading it, was she um, was the next part. It says, "When it snows, she has no fear for her household, for all of them are clothed in scarlet." When I read that, I kind of embraced that a bit, and I said, "What does that mean to me that she has no fear and that her her you know her household is clothed in scarlet, and it just meant that she's not fearful because mm-hmm. she has Christ, she knows who's there, yeah. she knows that no matter what's going to happen, he is inside her household, but that also her family has Christ right they're clothed in scarlet, which I thought was so awesome because as a woman, not only are we called to be a woman of Christ, but we're also called, even though the man is rear of the leadership in our household and supposed to be the leadership in our household, we're sp- we're still leaders as well in our household to raise up our families and to make sure that they are um, in word and in scripture and they see that with inside of us. And mm-hmm. so when I read that, I was like, that really hits deep because I want my household to, to one, look at me and go, well, my, my mom's not fearing or, you know, that woman is so firm on the foundation of God that, you know, there might be some trials that come along, but there's not so much fear, right. um, and that they live in that as well, you know, cause that basically is what's projecting onto those around you.
0: Knowing that God's going to provide one way or the other, you know what, like uh, he's going to get you through it. So why fear? when you know that he will be there.
1: Yeah. I love, I loved that one. That one really stuck out to me. The next is she makes coverings for her bed. She is clothed in fine linen and purple. Her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies the merchants with sashes. She is clothed with, this is the one we hear a lot. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She can laugh at the days to come. Mm -hmm. Man, clothing, when we've, when I think about clothing, yes, I think about putting on clothes, but I also think about putting on all of these things that God sees in me that I need to be seeing in myself, which is strong, um, dignified which is valued which is loved which is chosen and in deciding to put that on and knowing that that's what I'm founded in and I think that this woman is like what that's representing to us is she, she's not just clothed in strength and dignity she's like she's clothed with that armor of God like she's clothed in that and I think and that's what it's kind of speaking to us here in scripture is that because she is she can laugh about the days to come mm-hmm. because she knows that God's got it right you know um, the next is she speaks with wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. She speaks with wisdom. How do we speak with wisdom? We have to, we have to be in the Word to speak with wisdom because that's where we get wise is knowing God, being in prayer. Um, that's where we, we get wise and that's how faithful instruction for others comes from ourselves, comes off of our tongue. Her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but she surpasses them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, which is inward inward beauty. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. Um, You know, it's all about just finding... These scriptures, reading these scriptures, and and applying them to our lives, and knowing what the truth is said in here, and how we can, um, how we can be in better relationship with God to be a better us.
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I think being the center of a Proverbs thirty-one woman is making sure that we're putting God above everything else in our lives. That we're starting our day with Him before the distractions around us. Yes, become so overwhelming because if we don't get up early like scripture says like she starts her day before mm-hmm. the rest of her household awakes. I look at that as we wake if we know that our family is going to be up at a certain time, we wake up a little bit earlier than that so we can start our day in the word, so we mm-hmm. can start our day in prayer because once they arise, we're obviously going to have distractions because we have duties. We have wife duties we have mom duties or we may have pet duties like whatever it may be we have duties or work duties call like we have things that take over so you know that God comes before everything else and so we have to keep our eyes fixed on his goodness and what comes before everything else in our day
1: yeah I had wrote down too when we are when we are godly um in women and pursuing the Lord our priorities are in order it goes Mm -hmm. with what you just said God's first If you're married, your husband's second. If you're not married and you have children, your children are second. If you're not married or not, don't have children, then you have your home, mm-hmm. uh, making sure those essentials and those priorities are in line inside of your home. Which means like taking care and, and and also knowing like I have to take care of my house and take care of the things inside of it, and then all other all other things fall below that. Yeah. So if you're married, have children, it's God, husband, children, home, and then what you have left. Right. So making sure our priorities in line is a huge thing. Now we're saying all of this to you knowing that you guys on a daily basis we struggle with something yeah. we're not always like a woman that we're like oh my goodness I have been a great example of a woman of God today and then some days I go about and I'm like gosh man I have really I feel like I, you know I feel good you know I feel like I did real good today but the reality is is yeah. that's not every day no but we're all striving to be that same woman, Mm -hmm. this woman that, um, God has made us to be our individuality, our, our individual woman. We're, we're all striving to be that, you know? Um, and so, uh, I just pray like maybe this just kind of pulled out some specifics for you to know, you know what does a woman of God look like and and that you don't have to always look at other people and think well man that's a that's a woman of God it's great to have those perceptions of people and to think of them in that way and it's great to have people that you look up to that way, but just know that god wants God wants you and all of you, and this is how you start striving to to be that that
0: woman that's right so focus on the most important things in life make them a priority every single day yeah live your life intentionally for god and everything will fall into place but um I, this is a good one because mm-hmm. you know so often we hear the other side of things that like the rules of what the proverbs 31 woman is so and you do have people that are looking up to you like mm-hmm. that may be younger than you or even people that may be older than you that are looking up to you and, and how the proverbs 31 woman should be and so we always want to be that encourager for those people that are looking up to us and so not that you're not going to slip because me and crystal have times where we're like i feel like i've been really like negative like (laughs) I i don't feel like i've been the christian that i should be and the example i should be for you or your vice versa so i mean like we do have our bad days but we hope that this has helped you maybe see a different insight on what the proverbs 31 woman is expected to be
1: yes And we hope you enjoyed. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, make sure you check us out the following Wednesday. Um, And always, you can look us up on social media or online at www.shesrealight.com.
0: Yes, and there's a new prophet in Johnston County, North Carolina, called Her Haven of Light. Make sure to check them out on herhavenoflight.com.
1: All right, guys, talk to you next week. All right, bye, bye.